this 2024 NASCAR Championship for early odds edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Happy Saturday. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, And in a very rare, I don't know that we've ever had a Saturday episode where we've both been live before. I, I can't think of one, Cody. Is this, is this a first for the show? I think it might be. I think we've we've released on a Saturday before, as you know, for for having a, a weird week or whatever. But I don't I don't know that we've actually been live on a Saturday. So first time, I think. First time, of course. So we've had our Thanksgiving weekends, Cody. I, I, how was yours? Was it full of family fun and turkey? Uh, full of family fun and turkey. Uh, yeah, had a lot of food. A lot, a lot of food. Uh, <laughs> but very good food. It was delicious. Uh, big pumpkin pie guy here, so uh, I had a lot of lot of pumpkin pie. But uh, yeah, it was great, good time, spent time with family, you know, relaxing, eating food, watch football. Can't beat that. Only thing missing was uh, was some Turkey Day NASCAR, but uh, we don't get that unfortunately. So uh, how was your day? How was your your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was great. Again, a lot of family. We uh, crammed a lot of family into three days, and in fact, this is uh the the weekend does not quit because we're going to hit the mother in law's house today. Uh, and then we're going to do our annual traditional uh, thanks or uh, Christmas tree buying, Christmas ornaments buying. So uh, a lot of still festive stuff to happen this weekend for us. But I, I got to tell you, I'm in a fantastic mood because the Niners waxed the Seahawks. I was pretty excited about that. And now I don't have to worry about worrying about that on sa- on uh, Sunday. I don't remember what it's like for my football teams to be good. So uh I'll just root for the 49ers with you now. <laughs> well, we still have to decide what we want for our Army-Navy game. Uh, yes, side we bet. do. Uh, we need to have, uh, I think we need to bring some some Army-Navy bets to this show. I think so. Is Ooh. that game next? Two weeks? It's in two weeks. It's yeah. in two weeks, yeah. So go Navy, beat Army. But uh, yeah, we need, to, we need to throw some bets for the game on there and then also have uh, whatever our personal bet may or may not be. Maybe we need to let everybody else decide. What yes. the what Great the bet idea. should be? Drop in the Discord what you think Rod and I's bet should be. Um, obviously, he's in the Army. I was in the Navy, so yeah, we need the we need the Army Navy rivalry bet for a couple weekends from now. John Little in the house. What's up, John? 
What's up, John? A resident uh, nickname guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us on a Saturday. I know that everybody's got busy stuff going on, and, and we appreciate you guys joining us on this Saturday. So uh, today... We're not just going to sit here and chat about our, our Thanksgiving weekend, which we probably could, and you guys would enjoy it, and we would too. But uh, we are going to break down some of the championship four odds that are already out. And I'm telling you right now, it's funny because we the book that this is on does not have this in numerical order. It has it in alphabetical order. So if we seem a little bit discombobulated, it's only because we're scrolling through names and not numbers. <laughs> Yeah, it is a little little strange. Not I'm not able to see it on the app like you normally would, uh, but it's on the website, which is a little strange. But uh, hey, we've got odds for the championship four. We'll take what we have. We'll take what we can get. Gives us something to talk about and uh, gives us something to bet on. So there you go. It sure does. Uh, and there's some early leans that we'll definitely be giving you uh, an opportunity to look at. But uh, just uh, the overall aspect of this this championship four as as we take a look and and before I even really dig into the odds. What, what, if anything, are we expecting this season? Because we last season, we thought we had it. We thought we had it nailed. We were like, man, Kyle Busch, this is going to be his year. He's got a brand new ride. He's got a brand... And then that deteriorated. We obviously didn't think much of Martin Truex Jr. Guy goes out and wins the, the regular season. So, I mean, as an overall bird's-eye view of this year, how are we going to be wrong going into November of next year? <laughs> That's the great thing about this is is it's hard to be right. I think there's a couple things to take away from this. So we've talked about it, right? And, and the championship is so unpredictable in NASCAR before the season, during the season, even more so, right? Ryan Blaney was kind of out to lunch. Ford was out to lunch. He ends up winning. Same thing with Joey Logano the previous season, right? Things were pretty rough for him. And then, and then he ends up winning the championship. And so we talked about that in the betting episode for the championship, like easier to bet on long shot guys. You look at the final four over the last couple of seasons, right? And and this year, um, you know, we didn't really have any huge surprises, I guess. But you, you go back to last season and and you had guys like Ross Chastain hail melting his way in, right? Um, and Christopher Bell was kind of a surprise making it last season, a little less this season, but uh, so there there is definitely it's easier for for guys to get in there. Um, but also if you want to look at like a, a guy like Kyle Larson, it's it's so hard to bet on him to win the championship. Because is Kyle Larson going to have a great season? Yeah. Is he going to win, you know, somewhere from five to 10 races? Probably. I guess he did. He win five this year. I can't remember how many he won, but it's just probably right. And, and, but is he going to win the championship? Like you've got to get to the final four and then you have to basically win that race at Phoenix or, or I guess you didn't have to win it this year, but you have to beat everyone else. Right. And so that one game playoff part of it, that makes it tough. But so instead of betting him at like a 600 to 700 win the championship, you can bet him at plus 120 to make the final four. Now he still has to make the final four and, and with the updated playoff schedule this year, having two super speedways in there might make his course a little harder. Right. But you, to me, there's so much less risk in just getting to the final four than there is. And obviously you're paying for that in the, in the price difference. Right. But I would feel a lot more comfortable betting plus 120 on a Kyle Larson to make the championship four than I do at plus 600 or plus 550 to win the championship just because getting there is one thing. But getting it done in that race against the other three guys is so much tougher, no matter how great of a season you've put together. And even making the Final Four is not even a given thing, right? Kevin Harvick wins nine races a couple of seasons ago, doesn't even make it to the Final Four. So um, I think that that those are kind of the the big picture ways to look at this. And honestly, too, if you think about the the 
championship four and just the way that the, these drivers go about approaching this with obviously the stage points and everything like that. It, it's a matter of which drivers have been the most, and we'll talk about it when we start laying out the, the actual odds that we're here for. Um, but when you, when you look at the drivers that have consistently been in this championship four, it's these guys that know how to points race. Now they know how to, to, play those strategies their their uh uh pit crew knows how to make the right moves in the pits to get them the track position they need to continue to score points and you know back in the day it used to just be you go and you win races like there was no strategy there was no there was no stages there was no anything it was just go out win the race or try to finish as best you can to get all the points you can so as this sport has evolved obviously the the odds reflect those that have have evolved with it and and the teams and the the crews and the crew chiefs that know how to think ahead toward that championship for rather than just let's go win this race. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that, that that's a, a great point. And um, yeah. And again, you, you look and there's so many things that go into it. And, and this is another area where longer shots, I think are, you're probably better betting those types of guys because you get a Chris Buescher. He didn't make the final four this season. I get it. Right. But kind of came to the final eight out of nowhere and, had a chance to make the final four there at the end and it got real close. And a guy like Denny Hamlin, you really would have thought he was going to do it, especially after the season he has. Martin Truex Jr. goes on a tear. You know, he, he wins the regular season title. He doesn't even make it there. So it can go both ways as far as guys you really think should get in there even during the season. And another, this is another thing where if we get these odds throughout the season, which this offseason or this during this past season, they, you kind of they popped up every once in a while, but they weren't there every week like the championship stuff was but it's going to be something to watch where you know if you get some of these bigger name guys in there and their odds start to fall because they're having a rough early season like that's going to be your time to get in on these guys again because we've seen it and, and how much it shifts throughout the season and Kyle Busch early in the season like oh he's he's going to be a lock for the final four and he's going to go to the championship race and and right and then he kind of trails off after a while and true actually would have thought even going into the playoffs Look at the run he's had at the end of the regular season. He's won the, the the regular season title and everything. And so I think watching those guys, you know, and Blaney, Ford, they struggled, yet he makes it there, obviously wins the title. So similar to the championship odds, I think it's going to be a lot about buying the dips throughout this season too if, if we get this market during the season as well. Uh, but now, and as we'll talk about him going into it, I do think like this is your chance to sprinkle longer shots and you don't have to call the shot for them to win the title. They just have to make the final four which obviously what quadruples your chances, right? I know, and that's the fun part of it. So we'll definitely get to that. We'll start talking some championship four odds in a second, but let's first tell you about Bet365. We're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Prop, sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365. Like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if you're team goes up by 17 points go sign up today choose from two bonus offers you either get a thousand dollar no sweat bet or bet five dollars and get 150 dollars in bonus bets just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet 365 that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet 365 or use the sign up code and link in our bio so got a problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER
All right, we are going to take a dig now at the odds here. And Rye Cape, as always, joining us. What's up, Rye? Happy up, Rye? Saturday. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, happy Saturday. Happy Thanksgiving weekend for you. Uh, so as we said before on the outset, that uh, the odds are actually listed in alphabetical order, which, by the way, books, what? What? Why would you do that? Just literally give us, <laughs> give Rob, it to us. An it's eye. Thanksgiving weekend. All right, all right, all right. Let's be thankful we've got this, Marco. Let's be thankful we've got these odds. But you're correct. Come on. Don't I was about to say, medical order. Come on. When did you become the cooler head? <laughs> Hang on. This dynamic shit. Just, like, you know, just for a, a second. But you're correct. I was like, I don't know if I like this dynamic shit. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not usually the nice guy. <laughs> no. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, absolutely right. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, and yes, we are giving thanks for the fact that we have championship four odds. So thank you, books, for doing this for us. Now we will scroll and try to find... The person with the lowest odds. Do we, do we just go? I, I would say it'd be easier to. Do you just want to just go, go alphabetical, alphabetical order? order? That's fine. I'm, I'm uh, good with why that. Not? And then it gets you to bounce around a lot. You're not just talking about the favorite. Let's yeah, let's do it that way. All I right, like it. that's different. That's fine with. There me. you go. See, now we can be thankful fine. that the books gave us this opportunity to change things up and do it differently. So let's start with our ABCs then. All right, uh, we got Alex Bowman up at the top of the list because he's the guy with the name with the alphabetical order first. Uh, I feel your pain, Zane Smith, as as a Zeb being in the military. I was last of hey, everything. As a Via Gomez, <laughs> I got no oh, better. Oh, yep. We were, we were hanging out the back of the line together. Both of us were the, yeah, back of the line buddies, man. We have to wait on chow, wait on everything. Yeah, it's, it's, yep. however, I did find a, a workaround. All right. Sorry, guys. We're going to go off on a tangent because it's the off season. We can hey, do it. It's off season. We do whatever we want. So, and, and I'll make it quick. Uh, so, in the military, there are, are, are guys that hold the flag, right? They're called guide on bears, and they're the ones that are in charge of, of holding the flag in front of sometimes a platoon, <clears throat> sometimes a company. So, you know, obviously, you're you're a, a V, you eat last all the time. I was like, oh, no, that's not, because the guide on bears go eat first. So I was like, you know what, I want to be a guide on bear. I'll be the flag guy. <laughs> not just because I wanted to eat first. I really wanted to be the flag guy, but that was the benefit Mostly of about the food. <laughs> it was mostly about them, because, God damn, you want to eat. So, uh, so our guide on bear was lazy and always just left the flag laying around. Didn't have anybody guarding it, didn't have anybody, and he just never... I was mad at him. So one day I, I said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to eat really fast. I'm going to go grab that flag. So I did. I ate real fast. I grabbed the flag. And then uh, he came out and he goes, oh, thanks for holding the flag for me. I said, ah, it's not yours. Get get in the back of the get in the back of the <laughs> formation, buddy. He was pissed. He told the drill sergeant. Drill sergeant was like, did you, did, it's his now. And so I had it from now on. Then I had, then I got to eat first. But not only that, I had people watching the flag. So he tried to eat, he tried to do the same thing to me. Nope. Didn't happen. Nice. So. Good. That's a, that's uh proud of you, Rob. <laughs> hey, basic training was fun. <laughs> and a blast. Uh, all right. Sorry. That was a quick aside. Alex Bowman Good. plus 800 followed by Austin Sindrick at three uh, plus 30 to one. Uh, Austin Dillon at 20 to one. We'll just start with the A's. So those three really, though, yeah, I mean, really, there's uh, none of these are necessarily a bad bet. I, I think there's definitely some value in, in Bowman. Eight to one on a Hendrick car, right? And that's that's the main thing. And then we know how good the Hendrick cars are. We know what they can do. You look at what William Byron has really over the last season and a half here really come to life. And again, Rod, I know that coming off of this season, it seems like Alex Bowman was such a disappointment. But before he had that accident, before he broke his back, is leading the points early in the season. Wasn't winning the races. Wasn't dominating everything. He was stage pointing. He was getting good finishes building up that points case. And if that's something he could do again this coming season, you know, he gets it, gets his back healed up. He's got the offseason rest. 
He's already said he's not doing any sprint car races next year. Uh, and, and so I think at eight to one, he's definitely a good bet. Um, for Cindric and Dylan, longer shots. You know, if you're feeling like maybe they'll get something done. I mean, Cindric, he's in a Penske car. He's an Xfinity Series champion. Like, at some point, you really want, and his teammates have won the last two titles, right? So at some point, you want to think he should be able to do that, right? But we've, we've not seen that from him. I, I, I mean, you you know, you compare him to like a Ty Gibbs who's coming after him and, and has at least shown flashes of having really good runs. And Cindric is kind of just hanging out with the Stuart Haas cars most of the time. And it's it's weird because with his talent and what he's shown us in there, I mean, he dominated the Xfinity Series for years. He should have, it was two inches from winning back-to-back titles. Number, what do we got to call him now? 31, is that his number now? 31. Number 31, stole it from him. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Cindric should be able to, but again, it's a longer shot. Dylan, probably not, but eh, you never know, I guess. <laughs> I probably Of this group, Bowman definitely the most attractive one, and especially at this number, because it's a Hendrick car at eight to one, and, and that's really the the main argument. And I think even further than that, it's a Hendrick car at eight to one just to get in the championship four. We're, again, we're not talking about even winning the championship; we're just talking about him getting inside the championship four, which you've laid it out. Alex Bowman is a, is a talented enough driver to get it done. And if we're talking about him at eight to one, if he doesn't get hurt, you're right. If he doesn't, if he doesn't run any of these uh, other other races outside of the Cup races, I think we very well could see. Uh, I, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look here for the um, the championship four odds from last year. It's not very easy to find because I, I don't. I'm I'm gotta assume that Byron was, or uh, I'm sorry, Bowman was not eight to one last year to get inside the championship four. I'm pretty sure it was much shorter odds than that. So I think the books. The books are sort of compensating for the fact that he was, but maybe they weren't paying attention to what he actually has done up until that point. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if you look at, I mean, this season, we had two Hendrick cars in the Final Four, right? And it was it was Larson and Byron. And last season, we had Chase Elliott in the Final Four. So three of the four have made it in there over the two seasons. Uh, and again, Bowman, actually both seasons got hurt because last year, if you remember, he had a concussion and missed one or two playoff races uh, and and didn't, you know, and that, that's what cost him losing out of the, the playoffs at that point. And then obviously the back injury this year. So we haven't even seen him be able to put a full season together in this new car. So, and again, you just, you can't put it past these Hendrick cars. And again, yes, the level playing field and everything, but heading into year three of this new car, Hendrick has the most money. Hendrick has the best equipment. Hendrick has the best people. Hendrick and Gibbs are going to continue to, inch their way a little bit farther away from the rest of these people and again it's still it's still going to be better than it used to be but they're going to continue to get these advantages so uh yeah i think that that bowman really of this group at eight to one is, is definitely the the best one with where his odds are at yep. and i feel like it won't stay that way so yeah again if they continue to update these odds throughout the season then yeah that you definitely won't get them at eight to yeah. one yeah and he starts the season like he did last year and he's leading the points early yeah, that, that number is going to dip dip a lot. So I think you probably probably buying in early would be better. I concur. Uh, speaking of buying in early, buy into the fun of underdog fantasy right now. There's still plenty of opportunities. I know you're a NASCAR fan. I know you're a racing fan, but you probably also love football. You probably also love basketball. I know you love college football. I'm sure uh, there's plenty of opportunity to get down on that on underdog fantasy they got a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long like i said nfl nba nhl college basketball college football simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players fantasy stats 
and cash in all season long we've been able to give you underdog fantasy picks so uh definitely if you've stuck with us all along all season long you've had some fun and you've made some money because we actually didn't do half bad on that as well in fact maybe uh cody and i will with our our army navy picks we'll, we'll find some army navy picks that we like as well uh for that game so watch along make your picks maybe make a little cash over on underdogs mobile site or a website or mobile app underdogfantasy.com and when you sign up with the promo code sgpn underdog's going to double your first deposit of up to 100 that's underdogfantasy.com promo code sgpn i will tell you right now that they do have a uh featured one lamar jackson over a half total yards over 0.5 total yards higher or lower on that one that is their featured one that's their free square that they give out so make sure you smash that over because uh more than higher than because i guarantee you right now you're going to love it uh all right that is underdog fantasy again promo code sgpn Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Well, Cody, we have hit the A's. Let's hit the B's, shall we? Uh, we got Brad Keselowski. I oh, will go B and... Oh, Jesus Christ. We'll go B. Brad Keselowski and Bubba Wallace. There's a lot of C's. There's a lot of C's. I didn't realize there was a lot of C's. Uh, Brad Keselowski at plus 350. Bubba Wallace at 7-1 to one to make the championship four. <sighs> yeah, probably just going to avoid this group. Keselowski, that's too short. I I, I believe in Keselowski. I, I've continued to bet on him, despite it not always working out for me. I would love to see it. I think he's definitely capable of it, a former champion. They, they continue to get that that program on the right track. Plus 350, it's it's just too short for me. I would love to see it, and I definitely think it's possible, but as far as betting on it based on the odds, I don't think you can do it. Bubba Wallace, um, again, like the guy that I am most bullish on this offseason is his teammate. I think that team continues to take another step forward. 7-1, to one, it was very impressive, the playoff run he had. Again, a guy I'm going to be rooting for, betting on it. I just don't know that that's seven to one. I mean, he's shorter than a Hender car and Alex Bowman. He's very talented. I think he'll make the playoffs again. I think we'll continue to make it through rounds, but at only seven to one, I just feel like the, the number's not quite big enough uh, for either of these guys. So uh, again, guys, I'll be rooting for guys. I think can do it betting wise. I don't think either of these guys is, is worth the bet. If they gave me half that for a championship eight, like if they gave me half that for the round of eight, I probably would take plus yeah. 350 at the round of eight for Wubble, for Bubba Wallace. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. And you've got multiple super speedways in here, which could play into his favor, likely, right? But like everyone else, you're not guaranteed a good finish at super speedways. So that's another wild card in there. But uh, yeah, just the, the numbers just aren't quite big enough. Yeah. And again, for Brad Keselowski, not for the championship four. It's just, I, I know that he's talented. I know, like you said, he's a former champion. But it's almost as if 
the 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 momentum sort of peters out as it gets into the later rounds for them, and and they they can't really get it done the way they do in the beginning of the season. So um, I'm with you on both of those. Like I yeah, said, they're just they're they're kind of that they're not haven't stepped up into that top tier just yet. And I think again we're going to continue to see that progress, and it's possible. But betting on it right now at this number, just not. Uh, give us a championship eight books and give me half of Brad Kis- or uh, Bubba Wallace yeah, and I'll take that. To make the playoffs. Obviously not for these some, most of these guys. Well, a guy like Austin Cinder, Austin Dillon might have a good market, but to make the playoffs, come on, give us that. I'll put money down on Corey LaJoy right now. <laughs> yeah, you would. Uh, well, speaking of which, we'll get to the C's right now. Uh, we've got Carson Hosevar at uh, two. I don't even know how to read that number. 201. I'm just kidding. Um, just ch- uh, let's, let's start there. That's no. two and a lot of okay. zeros. Next. Carson Hosevar uh, plus love- 2,000. <laughs> Love Carson. Uh, I think he's he's going to be great in the Cup Series. It's that 77 car, and I think it's going to be a big step up from what it has been. But, no, you, you're not going to bet on a Spire car to make the Final Four not this season. Does he make the playoffs? Maybe he gets snags a win or something in there, but on a super speedway. But, no, he's not. I, no, again, no. <laughs> Two, 200 to 1, definitely. I mean, e- even if you wanted to get salivating and get, you know, whatever, no, uh, 200 to it's 1. A, it's a, again, Venmo me your $5 instead of wasting your money on this bed. Exactly. No. <laughs> uh, Chase Briscoe at 20 to 1 to win this one. Uh, to get, oh, I'm sorry, to get into the into the final four. I, I can't see it. <sighs> Rod, he made it to the final four just a couple of seasons ago. Did he make it to the final four? Why do I feel like he did? Uh, he has Wait, made it to, to the final four once, right? No, no, he has no, not. He hasn't. He almost. Oh, that's right. Okay, so he hasn't made it to the final four no. at twenty to one. Again, a guy that I was very much out on, but I, I think this is going to be the opposite this year. I think everybody was in on him last season, and I was off the brakes. I'm kind of feeling a little bit of Chase Briscoe. I think we saw a big step up from SHR towards the end of the season. What he can do on the short flat tracks. Maybe gets lucky a couple rounds in the playoffs here. 20 to 1, um, I think. And keep in mind, too, he's kind of the lead guy at Stuart Haas now, right? You've got Josh Berry, who's a rookie. Um, You've got Ryan Priest, who's only in his second season as far as being at Stuart Haas. He's been in the Cup Series a little while, but, you know, he's still newer to the team. And then, again, the 10 car is not beneficially announced, but it's going to be Noah Gragson, and, and he's only had half a season. He was suspended and all that. So, Chase Briscoe's the big dog in town over there, and and I think of if a Stuart Haas car is going to make it, he could be the one. Um, again, short flat tracks. You get Martinsville leading. Is Martinsville still the race? I should know this, but uh, if especially if Martinsville is still the race leading into the playoffs, um, because that's a type of race we've talked about it right, where he can win and he continues to run very very good at Martinsville time and time again. Um, let's see. Martinsville uh, is the one leading bottom. into. Yeah. So yeah. he could win that race and, and, you know, Hail Mary is way into the final four. So I think a 20 to one Briscoe is definitely worth looking at. Well, so let's, let's put a little context for all of this too. And we'll talk, uh, obviously more about these drivers as they're coming up, but in terms of, uh, championship four appearances, five appearances for the following Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, which obviously doesn't matter anymore. Joey Logano and Martin Truex Jr. Four appearances. Denny Hamlin owns that. Three appearances, Chase Elliott owns that. Two appearances, Christopher Bell, Brad Keselowski, and Kyle Larson, which is crazy that Kyle Larson has only appeared in two uh, championship well, fours, He's only right? been in Hendrick equipment three 
three years. Yeah, I guess you're right. But yeah, you're yeah, okay, you're right. Uh, and then one appearance. Well, I mean, you just figure that he's been. It's one of those guys that right. you feel like has been in that equipment much longer and been that talented for that long. Yeah, too, it's right? so weird too because like I, I saw something the other day about like win like active win leaders or whatever, and it's like Kyle Larson is like just above like Chase Elliott, and it's like really it feels, it feels like Kyle Larson has just been so good for so long, but you forget he was. You know, in that 42 car, and he won a decent amount more races than he probably should have in that car, but that car wasn't that good. And so, yeah, and then obviously he rattled off 10 wins just, you know, two seasons ago and in the five cars. So it seems like he's done a lot more, but he's been a short time that he's been in that car. Yeah. And then one appearance Blaney, Byron, Chastain, Edwards, Carl Edwards, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, and Ryan Newman. Those are all guys with one appearance. It's because crazy Jimmy Johnson only has one appearance, but. Just because, you know, not many chances in that format. <laughs> I was about to say, I think there was only one chance in that format for him, and yeah. he made it. So, um, anyways, but that that's what the breakdown is as far as how many times uh, some of these active drivers have been. And so, you see where the where the where uh, um, where it's all kind of uh, heading, where, where these guys with the, the shorter odds are all up here at the multiple appearances. So, um, it's crazy to think, though, that that's it. That's that's really where we're at. Everybody else is sort of a, a long shot anyways because they haven't made it very often. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is kind of strange. You got a couple guys like real top heavy at the top, and then a lot of people who just have never even made it. Exactly. Uh, well, Chase Elliott, we just read his name off. He is the shortest odds that we have uh, talked about so far at plus 160 to make the championship four. Uh, obviously, didn't see it this year. Didn't even see him make the playoffs this year, but that was because of his injury. So does he come roaring back, Mr. Chase Elliott fan? Big big Chase Elliott fan. We're in a Chase <laughs> Elliott shirt right now. Um but uh plus one sixties the number's just not big enough. Uh I'd love to see it and of course you think he can and, and he's proved to us before, right? He, he made the championship four in twenty twenty two. He won the championship in twenty twenty. Uh but at only plus one sixty you think about the guys at the top of the the board and the guys who could make the final four and it's, you know, Larson and, and Byron now has to be thrown in that conversation. And, you know, is, is Elliot the, the third Hendrick car at this point? I think you have to say he is now. Could he reclaim that from Byron? Sure. Absolutely. And does he win six or seven races next year? Does it surprise me? Of course not, but uh, that's three Hendrick cars already. You, you know, you've got Hamlin, you've got uh Truex and Christopher Bell has made the final four two years in a row now. And you kind of, and that's just the, the Hendrick and Gibbs cars, and you're already up to six guys, right? So, at only plus one sixty, like, you think he can do it, and and I'd love to see it, of course, but is it worth that future bet at only plus one sixty? I I just can't quite pull the trigger on that. But see, this is why when we talk about these future bets, and we've we've talked about it time and time again, and, and I don't know that any anybody else really talks. Do you want to wrap up all whatever units you're going to put on this? on a plus 160 when you could very easily go out and win a 40 to one or a, a you know even a, a a eight to one on one individual race like how much are you wanting to bet on these future markets when it is only uh a, a plus 160 plus 150 or you know go go win a nfl bet this weekend and you're you're instantly right. in the in the uh, in the positive yeah and it, it depends on you know what your bankroll is and, and, and everything like that but yeah i think that's a good point of do you want to wrap it all up in a in a bet like this? Maybe not. Now a twenty to one for a Chase Briscoe. Throw throw a few, you know, shekels on that. You can kind of talk me into that a little more. But I think I'm definitely going to be a lot lighter on the the lower odds guys. Now, if you get 
quarter of the way into the season and Elliott's kind of just eh, him and Han and he's hanging around 10th in the standings or something like that. And, and this market pops up and you, you know, you know, you're at plus 200 plus 300 or something. Then, then yeah, because what do we just talk about? Right. The season goes up and down and it's a long season. And a lot of things change and he's capable. And he's on a good team. So I think again, that's going to be the way to look at these more favorited guys is hold. And if you get the opportunity to buy the dip, that's where you're going to want to get it. Uh, all right, let's move on as we are only in the middle of the seas at this point. We got Chris Busher. <laughs> we should probably talk fast. <laughs> we got Chris Busher at four. Well, these guys know they, they love us to death, so they'll listen to us That's for a little true. longer. Uh, Chris Busher at four to one. Christopher Bell at plus 160. <clears throat> we'll round out the seas with Corey LaJoy at 200 to one. This is a 200 to one that Cody would love nothing more than to jump on. Uh, even at 200 to one, I would not bet this. <laughs> Again, give me to make the playoffs odds. Give me to make the round of 12 odds. I'll take those. Uh is not making it to the final four. I, I just as much as I love him, president of the fan club, he's not, it's not gonna happen. So don't waste your money. Um, Chris Bell, plus 160. He's done it two seasons in a row. Uh, is he the only guy? Is he the only one that's made up both seasons? Because last 2022 it was Ross, Elliott, and Joey. Yeah. Bell's the only one who's made up both seasons in the uh, in the next gen car, but again, plus 160. I just don't know that I want to pull the trigger on it. And then for Christopher Busher, it, it's the same thing as as the the Keselowski argument. Plus 400, just not a big enough number. Can they get it done? Yes, they made it to the round of eight this season. You love to see it, and they continue to progress. He won three races this season, which was I don't know where for a guy like that, but only plus 400 again, it's just not enough of a value there, I think, in my opinion. So uh yeah all three of these guys are gonna be passes for me well again i mean even though you take kevin harvick out of the picture you took kevin harvick out of the picture this year right i mean I, we talk about him making the five appearances that he made uh in this championship format one of the the leaders in that that capacity but you still got bush logano truex you got larson who's who's still making a case for it up there hamlin who continues to make cases for it each and every week the funnel at the top of that championship four is so small that it's going to take a pretty spectacular season or a very lucky win in the in the championship eight to get you in. And um, again, it's just it's tough for me at, at any of these guys on the fringe to to want to feel comfortable with them. And even still, it, it sucks because even at the top. It's tough to want to sink the money into it too. So you're you're kind of you're just playing the long shots and hopefully that you can get there. But they've got to be pretty decent long shots, like with a chance. Like Alex Bowman, I think is the 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 guy that is the most out of everybody that we've read. The the guy that you would want to put anything on with any certainty that that this is going to pay off in the end. Yeah, and back to the you know how much do you want to tie up? And I think that's kind of that line probably where. Alex Bowman at a plus eight to one because of the equipment you're getting, because of the driver you're getting, that is a good, a good range and a, and a good value to, to make it worth tying that up a little bit to you know to wait till next November to to cash this ticket. Indeed. Uh, all right. So the I next... guess it would be. Well, yeah, it would be November by the time you cash it because well, it would have to be November yeah. what the third whatever race well, that's going to be till the last race. So. Yeah, the final four isn't really set till the last race, so yeah, never mind. Uh, yeah, so you after Martinsville, <laughs> November third, you will have your money. Uh, after Great. that, so uh, all right, the next one, are we saying his name? Are we back to saying his no. name since number thirty one? Number thirty one, he shall be referred to from now on. That's a no. Ten, a um, hundred to one for. Uh, listen, if if you're if this is your first time listening to the show, 
The number 31 car will be driven by Daniel Hemrick. It'll be the last time. My ears. I'm sorry, Cody. I had to say his name for those who don't necessarily know. Uh, we he, yes. we've been burned a lot by him in the Xfinity series. Therefore, his name has been stricken from the record. Uh, yes. but he is now in the 31 car full time. Uh, yeah. so I mean, it, college car is not. Uh, I mean, them making the final four, I think, is you know he had that one, that one magical run in the Xfinity series, but even that was in a Gibbs car. Uh, and so yeah, it's it's not happening. Nope. Uh, followed by Daniel Suarez at 15 to one. That's intriguing. If you're a believer, it's worth it. I mean, his teammate his teammate made it a couple of seasons ago, and we saw him have a decent season two seasons ago. I just it's really hard for me to find myself get on the Daniel Suarez train, and and it's only fifteen to one. Like, I'd much rather have a Briscoe at twenty to one than a Suarez at fifteen to one. So uh, that's going to be a pass for me. I wonder when he puts it together. I really do. I, mean, I feel like the talent is there. The equipment is when there. when or, or if, because well, that's true. at this point, I mean, he's been in Gibbs equipment. He's been in Stuart Haas equipment when they were good. He's now been in track house equipment when Chastain's really been tearing it up. Like at some point I love Daniel Suarez and I think he's a good driver, but how many opportunities do you get in elite equipment? and you've not really done i mean he's got that one win so great but other than that like has he really done much in all of this elite equipment over the years and now zane smith is is the spire driver or is the the track house driver for spire uh, is zane smith driving the 99 in in the 2025 i'd put my money on that I, I would actually think so too, as well. So, can we get silly season bets, please, books? <laughs> For the 2025 season, the driver of the number 99 or that car, because maybe they'll change it to 71 and keep the number. But yeah, anyways. When are we? When are we going to start our own book? That's that's a question. That's we'll a offer good, all good those question. Bets. Uh, all right. Next one is Denny Hamlin at plus 150. This is another one where I mean. I almost would think that you could put this one in because I think Danny Hamlin will make the championship four. But and again, see, it's do you want to tie your money up? That's the funny thing. So of of all those short short odds guys, Danny Hamlin's the guy I would feel the most confident putting my money in to make the final four because he's done it so many times. He continues to get there. But Rod, two seasons into the next gen car, he's not made the final four either season. So it's like because I was just as as I was looking ahead while you're talking, I'm thinking, oh, Danny Hamlin, this is the guy. And then I'm like, but wait a minute, like even though he is because he's the most consistent guy and he's always in the mix and and I have started to love to root for him, even though I used to hate him. And but he's not done it either the season. So plus 160 for a guy who hasn't done it two years in a row. He's been close and he probably should have made it both times. That's that's the argument you could make. Right. Because 2022, he was in until the hell metal. And that's what bounced him out. And last season he was in if his engine didn't expire at uh, Texas or whatever track that was that, that the engine expired. That's what cost him. He would have been in otherwise. So he should have been in both years, but he wasn't. Bets no cash on should have been. So <laughs> he's probably the of the short shots. The guy I would be most confident putting it in, even over a Kyle Larson, just because Kyle Larson can be so up and down and you see such drastic swings in, in his performance, whereas Denny is just kind of consistently gets it done. But, man, only plus 160? I, I still don't even know if I can pull the trigger on this one. Well, again, it, you can even say, well, he hasn't made it in the first two seasons, so he's due. I mean, that that's another way that you can look at it as yeah. well. Like, a, a guy that talented and a guy that has made it four times versus everybody else, 
do you want to? I mean, do you want to count him out? And but look, plus one sixty is absolutely right. It's it's uh, how much more? How much do you want to tie up into it? Do you want to make an investment or do you want to win? Like that's that's really what it all comes down to. Yeah, and he's getting close to that cliff, Rod. When's he gonna fall off that cliff? Because age wise, Tom Brady proved it. Father Time is undefeated. That cliff's coming eventually. I hope we still got a few seasons of him, but uh, at some point, he's going to take that step over and and not get anywhere close to the Final Four anymore. So this could be your last opportunity, so you might as well (laughs) bet it now before it's gone. There you go. Uh, Yeah, if that's how you want to think about it. Um, All right, the next one up is Eric Jones at 20-1. to I mean, legacy now in Toyota. That's a little bit shorter than I anticipated for Eric Jones. I know he ran well. Right, I know that he he actually did. He was the one uh, legacy motor club driver that uh, that actually. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, put your pinky up while it. you're talking about uh, it. legacy motor club <laughs> driver that was that was actually worth something um, this season, but still twenty hey, to one. Carson Hosevar did pretty good. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. He actually did. He when he was in that car when he was in the the forty two, he actually did well. So, um, but I again championship four, first year with Toyota. Nah. I actually don't hate this one. I, I wish it was a little bit longer. Uh, again, Briscoe's also twenty to one. I, I oh boy, would I lean Briscoe? I don't know. That's a tough decision. Would I lean Briscoe? Am I talking? Am I talking good things about Chase Briscoe? What's going on? All right, guys. We'll um, see you next but, week when we talk <laughs> about. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go take my temperature. I, I was like, "Hey, Cody, feel you feeling best. good? You feeling all right?" Uh, I love Eric Jones' season. I think, I think that this transition to Toyota is really good. Look, they're surrounding that team with winners. I mean, Jimmy Johnson owns it. Richard Petty's involved. That's 14 championships alone. Matt Kenseth has been brought in as an advisor. He's won championships. Like, and Eric Jones, I'm going to stick to this. He's he's super talented, and, and I think he's a Joey Logano type where went to Gibbs young, went to Gibbs early, got bounced out, and he's kind of getting a second chance. They're switching to Toyota. I think their legacy takes a huge step up. Do they make the final four? I think it would be definitely a longer shot, of course. And so I probably wouldn't bet this, but I do expect a really, really good season from Eric Jones. John Hunter's coming over there in the in the 42 car. I think that's going to be a step up for that as well. I think the change to Toyota, working closely with Gibbs, working closely with 2311, I think all of that is going to help a lot. Uh, again, you're, you're 14th in the Chevy pecking order. Now you're going to be third in the Toyota pecking order. That's a huge difference as well. I don't know if I would bet this, but I would consider it at least because I think that, you know, if, if you're big on Eric Jones this year, I don't think it's a bad bet by any means. Whatever his win it, to win a race number is, I'll take that. I'll take him to yeah, at least win yeah. a race this year. Maybe yeah, I'll even take he, him to win over figure, one and a half. He's probably, set at, he's probably set at half, right? Half oh, race. Yeah. Easy. Uh, and so I would smash the over. And hopefully we'll have win totals here eventually. I haven't seen those just yet, but uh, we did have those last season. I would absolutely love uh, Eric Jones over on that because, uh, I think we're going to see a very solid run from Eric Jones. And we've already, through two seasons, like he's been very impressive. I mean, more so 2022 than 2023, but that car was fast a lot. Obviously, then last year, you're kind of the lame duck with Chevy and all that stuff and still performed, had, had droughts during the season right after the news, but performed well at the end of the season as well. Uh, so I think it's going to be a very positive year for Eric Jones. I concur. Uh, Harrison Burton, 200 to 1 as well. Championship four. I think we don't need to spend too much if time it was on that Jeff, one. Maybe <laughs> if it was uh, uh, Lavar Burton, then maybe uh, at two hundred to one, I would take. Maybe that. even Ward, I would throw in there. Yeah, not not, not Harrison. Harrison. 
Sorry, buddy. Uh, love Sorry. you, Wood Brothers. But, yeah, that's just. I mean, it's just. It's not even really worth discussing more than that. I, I, no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, Joey Logano at plus two twenty five. Do you think he makes a, a, a sixth appearance in the uh, the playoffs in the, the championship? The biggest form? case you can make for Joey Logano, Rod. It's an even year in twenty twenty four, and he is just. I think the only times he's at, he's so he's made the championship four in what'd you say six seasons five seasons five five appearances five all have come in even years all five of them really so that's yes five for five in even years it's the Giants thing it's the Alabama thing only wins in you know every other year or whatever but that's the case to be made for two I plus two twenty five I'm not gonna lay it because. Uh, again, just it's so heavy loaded with the Chevys, with the Toyotas. I know the Ford's got it done the last couple of years. Uh, but, yeah. I, I don't know. Listen, your, go ahead. Even your thing is, is a thing. Go ahead. Put something on that just so you can hold that ticket. Just so at the end of it, you can hold it. <laughs> you can don't like, go crazy. Six, six even years. Yeah, don't go crazy on it. Just uh, just put some action on it so you can keep track of it all year long. That that'll be fun, I guess. Um, I love that though because it's a Giants. It was a, it literally was. It was 2010, yeah, it 2012, was, 2014. Yeah. yeah, even years they would win. And then yeah, for Bama for a long time was doing where they would win it every other. And I think it was even, I don't remember if it was even or odd, but it was every other. And yeah, just it's weird how that works sometimes. I remember I was happy every other year. It was like, yay, no, hey, no. Uh, uh, all right. So Joy Logano, even year. Go ahead, plus two twenty five. Uh, if you want to to keep track of that one, John Hunter Nemechek, thirty to one. I mean, no, I can't do it. I, I wish Eric Jones' number was thirty to one because I'd rather have that. Yes. Um, love John Hunter. Wouldn't be surprised if he won a race this season. Actually, to be honest with you. Uh, but final four, I I just don't see it happening. It, it it's too tough. It's too tough for him to crack through. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, what's it, Josh? Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the no next one. fucking way. You ready? I had not I had not previously looked at these. This is the first time I'm seeing this number. You ready for this one? Yeah, I'm ready. Josh Berry, his Xfinity Series counterpart, is twelve to one to make the championship four. Really, Rod? Did Josh Berry make the championship four in the Xfinity he Series this season? He did okay. not. He's twelve to one. Look, Kevin Harvick didn't even make the final four in this car. Twelve to one. Oh, please give me, give me a win total on Josh Berry. Oh, this is going Smash to be the, the under. biggest under I could ever place. Uh, Twelve to one. Is what it just is... because he's in the four car, Cody? Is it just because he's in the four car? Because I don't. There's nothing else. This is the first year, right, that he's going to be driving full time. Right? right in the in the Cup Series, why twelve to one when you've got guys that are way longer than that that have been in forever? I mean, again, an Eric Jones versus a Josh Berry. Tell me what the what the in, discrepancy in, is in the X. I, I really don't. I I fully don't understand this this Josh Berry rise. I, I get it, and I I understand people like the old school thing, and he you know, he was a bank teller, and he. He got into the late model racing and he worked his way up the old school way. And, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. loves him and says he's going to be a future champion. And, and Dale Jr. is very good at, at spotting talent. And and I get it, but like he's had his chances in the Xfinity series and he's won some races and he's looked okay, but on a week to week basis, very inconsistent. You know, was never really a threat to win championships. He's filled in in some cup races and done okay. Finished second place in the nine car at one point this season, but that was a strategy call. I, I don't understand why there's so much love for Josh Berry. And I, and I get it. And 
sure, it's time for him to move up. And should he have got the four? I don't know. But he's paired with Roddy Childers, which they're already racing with each other in late models, and it's great, and it's awesome. And But Kevin Harvick couldn't even do it. And uh, no, I, I just, no. <laughs> Total one is, I don't, I don't even think... He would have to be probably 35 or 40 to one for me to even consider betting on him. And I still don't think I would do it because I just don't see a way how I don't see a way Josh Berry gets to this. This I, I, I don't know. I don't see it at all. And I don't understand why his number is so short on everything. Daytona 500 is short. Championship odds are short. This is way too short. I like Josh Berry. And I think he's a great kid. and I love the story and everything, but. And we'll, we'll probably find, well, maybe not find a ways to bet on him because the numbers suck all year like this. But why is he so fucking short? I don't, it makes zero sense to me. I, and honestly, when you talk about Chase Briscoe, his teammate at 20 to 1, right? It's like Chase Briscoe has been in that ride. He's been in that car. He's won yeah. in that car. Like, why Why are we putting him longer odds than than Josh Berry, who is just yeah, sitting Chase in the Chase Briscoe seat? was more dominant in the Xfinity series. He looked better. They, like... Uh, it's a four car okay and Childers is still there and he's one of the best crew chiefs in the garage I get it but Kevin Harvick didn't even win a race last season like I yeah this floors me do not do not bet this I, if he makes the final four great I still don't think 12 to 1 is a good value on that so yeah don't don't do it yeah uh don't do this one Justin Haley at 150 to one yeah, definitely it's still a Rick Ware car so it's still a Rick Ware car uh so we'll get into the bulk of of I, I want these three drivers we'll lump these together because these are all uh obviously within the discussion we talk about their names uh, as far as Kyle Busch Kyle Larson Martin Truex both uh, two of these guys have, have gone all or five years into the championship for uh Kyle Larson starting to get there uh Kyle Busch at plus 325 Kyle Larson at plus 120, Martin Truex at plus 180. I mean, these are the three that you would expect, and that's probably why the books are, are so short on him. But Kyle Busch, does he get over the hump again, Cody? That that's his, Does he get out of his way this season? That's the question. Oh, Kyle Busch, I, I would actually, so of all the favorites we've gone through so far, and including uh, Larson and, and Truex here, Kyle Busch at plus 325 is starting to, to be where okay because you saw it early last season right multiple wins we got him at 20 to 1 to win the championship this time of year last season and he was down to 6 to 1 7 to 1 early in the season again buy the dips on some of these guys because we bought the dip on the off season and and look what it did and and I get it he didn't make it there but he's got the the ability to do it we know that eight car is good we know Kyle Busch is good Kyle Busch is, is still in the prime of his career a second season now with Randall Burnett things things went well they fell off the rails late, I understand, but they went well and three wins compared to his one win with Gibbs the previous season. Uh, yeah, at 325, I, I think that Bush is a great bet here. For Larson and Truex, it's just a case of, again, the odds are, are short. They're, they're just too short. Uh, Larson, if you, again, if you want to bet on him to win the championship, I think maybe this is the better way to do it just because it's getting there. And, and getting there is going to be so much easier for him than winning it as we just saw in the, in the race of Phoenix not too long ago. And he even got the lead late on a pit stop, which is how he won the previous championship. I mean, he, he didn't even have the best car in 2021 when he won the championship, but he got the track position late and he held on to it. Didn't have the best car in this championship either. Got the track position late and still couldn't hold on to it. So getting there, much different case for Kyle Larson, even though 
he's so inconsistent on a, on a week-to-week basis, and, and he can just drop down and win anywhere except for Super Speedways on any given week, and we know that. But to it's it's so inconsistent with him. I, I just don't trust it for that short of a number. Truex, you saw both sides of it this past season, right? So plus 180, the number's a little bigger, and so maybe you feel a little more comfortable. But of these three, for sure, Kyle Busch for me. And, and of all the favorites we've gone through so far, I think that Kyle Busch at plus 325, is this is where it's starting to, to tickle me enough that I might go place this one. I think the only one that makes it out of this trio is Kyle Larson. I think that, it, but again, plus 120, you could make that betting on the next pitch in another. So I, I, there's just no point in tying your money up that long in a plus 120 for Kyle Larson. Uh, so, But I mean, again, if you want to, if you're the kind of person that likes to hold on to that ticket on, on a kind of a sure bet, then by all means do that. But um, of those three, the only person I would feel comfortable with at all is Kyle Larson. Because Kyle Busch, I think you could make that argument for both Kyle Busch and Martin Truex. You've seen both sides of it this season with those guys, or last season with those guys. I mean, you saw the highs and the lows play out right in the same season for for Truex, obviously winning the the regular season championship, and then completely just missing out the rest of the postseason. It, it It was rough. And then for Kyle Busch, having that great start and then literally having the wheels fall off and, and and in some cases in some races having that exactly happen to him and it was just a difficult thing for him to climb back into it so yeah it, it's tough but I mean again at plus 120 for Kyle Larson if you want to do it go ahead I just don't know that I I have the stomach to wait that long for a bet to pay off yeah yeah I think I agree with you there so uh all right let's uh let's settle down the list we got Michael McDowell at 60 to 1 uh ricky stenhouse at 40 to 1 which is funny that ricky stenhouse is at 40 to 1 i know he won the daytona 500 last year but let's not get a little ahead of ourselves these two guys should be i mean how is mcdowell a longer shot than stenhouse like because he won the daytona 500 stenhouse had a fine season and he won the daytona 500 get it and he probably still would have made the playoffs even if he didn't because he was consistent enough but McDowell at least showed he could go win a, a road course and, and he runs pretty well everywhere else. I, but I don't think even neither of these guys I'd want to even touch at all. So yeah, no thanks. Nope. Uh the next two though, Ross Chastain. You, oh, go ahead. If you want to call your, you know, front rows the next Roush shot with McDowell, <laughs> I don't I just I don't see it. Never mind. That, that's... I was like, are you really building a case for this? Cause uh, I was trying, but I, I can't. I'll go grab another <laughs> cup of coffee and we'll we'll uh we'll make this case. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, never mind. I was like, okay, okay. Uh, Ross Chastain, four to one. Ryan Blaney, plus one twenty-five. <sighs> what do you think? I mean, Blaney. Obviously, we know why he's so short. He's a- no way. I, I love Ryan Blaney. Right, Ryan Blaney's corner, the whole thing. Plus one twenty-five. I get he won the championship, and that's great. But look at the body of work for the season, and and yeah, they got hot at the right time at the end, and that was that worked out for him, and he's the champion. But there's also the championship hangover. Uh, that has been a thing. We Champions have not done well. I mean, Jimmy Johnson, when he won his final back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, the fifth one in a row, and that was, like, since then, the championship hangover has been real. I think Ryan Blaney struggles out of the gate next season, and we saw it with Joey Logano this past season, and we, we talked about that. We called it, and you saw it, and they struggled a lot going into the season. I think it's going to be the same thing for Blaney. The championship hangover is a real thing. And plus one twenty five, I want nothing to do with a number that low. Chastain four to one. 
don't know why I'm so out on Chastain still. Obviously, he just won the most previous race, right? He, he won at Phoenix. So there is that, uh, again, inconsistencies over a track house, and, and they're capable of doing it. He made the Final Four on the Hail Melon two seasons ago. He's a good driver, and, and he's continued to, to show maturity and, and move forward and take the steps forward, and he's got the talent to do it. At only 4-1, to one, I mean, I'd much rather have Kyle Busch at plus 325. I uh, just it's not quite a big enough number for me to want to pull it on on Chastain. I think you nailed it with inconsistency. That's that's really what it is. You see you see what he's capable of and then you see what he's capable of. Like it, it's it's just you see the the it's like a student, right? Where you know they can turn in a work all the time and then every once in a while you get that paper that's like a C paper and you got I know you're I know you're capable of much better than this. Why are you giving me this this C work when I know that you can knock my socks off with this A stuff? So that's what Chastain's all about. And and again, I know because game recognizes game. That's me all the time. Uh my teachers were like, Why are you giving me this scribble when I know that you can actually give me something that's worth something? Uh to which I was like, because ah, I was I don't know. I stayed up late that night and I was having fun with my friends. That's why. Uh so yeah, again at four to one. I think you're right about the the Kyle Busch angle too, um, and even still, like I'd I'd much rather above all of that, I'd rather take Bowman at eight to one. That's the one that I would feel comfortable with. Even uh, the Ross Chastain probably could make the final four uh, over Alex Bowman when it's all said and done. So, uh, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, all right, Ryan Priest at forty to one. Any part of Ryan Priest? Uh, you could make it somewhat similar case to to Briscoe. If he can get to the round of eight, if he can have a good performance at Martinsville, we saw him dominate early in the spring there. 40 to one. It's maybe, and again, Stuart Haas, like so much bad about him this season, right? And, and the team was just off and we talked about it all year, but they're still in, have been an elite team in the past. And could they take that step back up? Yes. So 40 to one, I, I think you can definitely talk yourself into it. Do I love having that tied up in Ryan Priest, not really. Um, so uh, if you're a fan, if you, if you want to do it, I don't think it's a bad bet to place, but not really one I, I want to either. I, I think the case can be made. And, and yeah, Stuart Haas, like, they're, they're probably not going to stay bad forever, right? And, and we've seen, we see good teams go through slumps. And even Hendrick, a few years ago, it was like, whoa, what? And now look where they're at again, right? And and really, Hendrick did the same thing where they went all young with their drivers and, and a brand new lineup, and everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? And now now they've got four of the best cars in the garage, right? So does Stuart Haas do that this season? Eh, probably not, but the new Ford car or two, like Ford and Toyota have, have both, they're introducing new cars. They've changed the body shape a little and all that stuff. And so does that help Ford where they struggled so much last year? Ford's already won the last two championships. So again, the case can be made. A 40 to 1, it's, it's not a bad bet, but not really when I'm running to the window to place. And and again, Josh Berry twelve to one, Ryan Priest forty to one, his teammate. Like guys, yeah. how is it. and Ryan Priest has been in the series, and I mean he was successful in the trucks and stuff when he stepped back into those real quick. And yeah, there's had, no. I mean he he probably could have won the clash if he didn't have that mechanical issue. He could have won Martinsville if he wasn't speeding. Yeah, I don't, I, again, I why Barry is. 28 points shorter makes absolutely no sense to me. But uh, again, if both these guys were at 40 to one, I would probably still take Priest over, over Barry. To be oh, honest with you. So. Easily. 
easily. Yeah. All right, Todd Gilliland at two hundred to one. <laughs> That's there's a reason why he's that long. <laughs> uh, he, hey, great season for him this past season. I mean, he literally lost rides in this car during the season, and yet they chose him over Zane Smith. Very interesting decision, but he'll have a fine season. But he's not. He'd be lucky if he makes the playoffs, which is very unlikely. Uh, he's definitely not making the final four. Well, he would have to win. I'll just totally he well, would yeah. have to win. He, yeah, he'd have to win a super speedway race, most likely. Yep. And, and that's that's how he would make the playoffs. And again, I don't see that being super likely. I do not as well. Uh all right. This is oh, one I'm pretty yeah. interested oh, in. This is my favorite section right here. Cody's sinking everybody's mortgage into oh, this one. Buddy. Uh we'll we'll just go, we'll say Ty Gibbs. We'll take Ty Gibbs right now, eight to one. I, I know you're ready to talk about him. Obviously, this is a this is one that's very intriguing with Ty Gibbs. Take my money. <laughs> no, you, I. Oh man, these these next two guys. I, let's just let's do them both. Okay, because these are the two guys I am the most bullish on this season, and I'm probably going to talk about these two guys more than anyone else as we go into 2024. So Ty Gibbs eight to one, Tyler Reddick at three twenty five plus three twenty five to make the championship four. Um, look for Ty Gibbs. He, he this kid. I think this is the step-up year. Uh, we saw shades of it this last season, right? We saw him run up front. We saw him with the potential to win a couple of times. Obviously, he's a rookie, so he made some mistakes in there. The crew made some mistakes in there. They switched crews on him because they were trying to give yep. uh, their teammate a better opportunity. So, 8-1, to one, this is a, about as good as the Bowman one to me as well. Yeah, absolutely, and it's the same argument, right? It's, it's He's in a Gibbs car, and he's much more talented than Alex Bowman is. So not a, nothing against Alex Bowman, but he's more talented than a lot of people in this garage. He is he is an elite race car driver coming into his second season now, and really, he's got a season and a half under his belt at this point. He filled in for Kurt Busch at the end of the year, and then he had his full season. He did the, the Rehab Your Image tour and, and stayed out of the way and earned the respect. He'll win at least a race this season, probably two. Does he get to the Final Four? Probably not, right? I, I do think that, that it's less likely but at eight to one is it worth betting yes absolutely because he is talented enough to find he's going to find himself in the playoffs i I have no doubt about that and if he can catch hot at the right time in that type of equipment he could even win the championship i mean yeah at eight to one i'm definitely betting on gibbs because i'm going to be rooting for this one because i love the kid he is that talented and he's in a gibbs car which again hendrick and gibbs are still above everyone else they are that good of cars um and yeah i mean christopher bell's made it the last couple of seasons in the the gibbs cars and and we saw how good denny was this season we saw how good truex was this season and and ty had a great season as well um and he's we're going to see a completely different guy this season and uh yeah we're gonna be probably the last time for the next 20 years that you see a number this slow on Ty Gibbs for the for making the final four I think I think after this season he'll be within those plus 200 ranges like everybody else so yeah grab this one now I think this is this is a safe uh, investment to me yeah to try to to, to yeah, get that it. Ty Gibbs that was one I, I'm definitely going to be placing and, and Tyler Reddick as well plus 375 again uh, this is the guy uh, he's my championship pick for this season uh, um, I love Tyler Reddick he is uber uberly talented He's in a very good car. This will be his second season in the 2311 equipment. We saw him win races last year. He saw him win races in the eight car this previous season. Um, and you saw him, they just, they, they blew so many races where they had the opportunity to win. 
and I, I think if they can clean up those mistakes, Tyler Reddick wins five races, seven, eight, nine races a season. Like I would not be shocked by any means to see Tyler Reddick go on a Kyle Larson type of tear from two seasons ago and just have a streak where he rips off wins and dominates a portion of the season. Uh, plus 325, sign me up all day. Uh, I love Tyler Reddick. I'm already invested in him to win the championship. I'll probably continue to invest in him to win the championship. Uh, yeah, he, he is the guy that he, he's going to be very, very good this season. Everybody's going to be like, welcome to the party, Tyler Reddick. And, and he's a young guy as well. And we're going to see him around in this uh, much shorter odds than this for years to come, I think. Speaking of shorter, we're both shorter. So uh, (laughs) from one short guy to the next, uh, I like Tyler Reddick. We are the same size. I definitely I stood up next to him and we're definitely I think I may be a little bit taller, uh, honestly, if we're being all all honest. But um, yeah, I mean, again, I can't argue with you on his talent. We'll just have to see if it translates to the track this season. Uh, William Byron at plus 120. Uh, again, we know he's a perennial guy, but uh, I don't know about the Final Four still. Like, it's he can win races. He can do well, but I haven't seen... If, a, you, yeah. if you put all of 2023 together as, as a whole and look at it, William Byron probably had the best season of anyone, right? He was kind of... He had his ups and downs, but most consistent throughout the season. A bunch of wins um, and dominated at points early on in the season and a little bit later as well. Only plus one twenty though. Again, there's there's so many so many big names in his teammates. Like you can make a case for all three of his teammates to get in there. You got the four Gibbs cars. You got some of these other cars. Plus one twenty. It just I, I love the step we saw from him, right? Because it was it was that next step, and he said, "Hey, I'm here." And and he got put in that twenty four car. He was really young, and it was like, oh, "What are you doing, Rick? Like, what, why does this kid get the twenty four car of all cars? Why is he getting the twenty four car?" And and Rick gave him the time, and there was a, you know, is, is Byron going to get replaced? Is Byron going to get, and he gave him the time, and now look, and, and Rick's like, yeah, look, I don't know what I'm doing here, right? Uh, and I think that Byron is going to be a guy to, that, that's just going to be around now, and, and he's he's kind of placed himself in that conversation. Uh, but am I ready to lay plus 120 for him to get to the Final Four? Eh, not yet. Now, again, that's such a short number that you could just go win that now. I, but in the time you're listening to this show, you could go win plus 120 on yeah. any number of bets right now. So waiting waiting until next November to, to cash that ticket, no, I don't think it's worth it in the end. So definitely don't do that. Uh, all right, final one on this list. Yes, we have gotten to you, Mr. Zane Smith, at 200 to 1. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> I can't, we waited this long, and we're not really going to talk about him. <laughs> uh, 200 to 1. The one argument you could make, this... <laughs> I, it's it's almost impossible that this happens, but you could at least build a case for it to happen. Corey LaJoy, I, I love him. I can't build the case for it. Uh, Carson Hosfar, I love him. I can't build the case for it. Zane Smith, he is technically a track house driver in the Spire car. So he's going to have that that time. He's going to be in the track house meetings, and he's going to have that. And, and Chastain got there, and, and you think maybe he'll have the best Spire car because he's getting a little bit of the track house support. So you could build that case. The rookies, though, rookies don't don't win races, right? We we've talked about that, and even a guy like Ty Gibbs, who won his first career Xfinity Series start and blew everybody's doors off from the day he walked in, he hasn't got a win yet. And you don't win races, you don't get to the Final Four, you don't win championships as a rookie. I don't see that changing at two hundred to one. The track house element 
you could throw five bucks on it if you really wanted to, but it's, I mean, it would be a hell of a story if he, if he somehow made it there and, and you look at the Gibbs cars and you look at the Hendrick cars and you look at the Penske cars and, and the Roush cars and, and the RCR car, like ugh, getting into that final four <laughs> again, it's, it's a very, very tough picture to paint at 200 to one. We love a nice DJ shot and of the long shots. This is the one you could probably make the best case for just because of the track house tie. But yeah, that's, that's really the only, only part you're getting in there. This is like having one of those independent schools get into the college football playoffs. That's, that's really what you're hoping for, right? right? Like air force undefeated. Like you're not, sorry, you're not, you're not getting in there. No. That, and nobody. again, you could win. Yeah, you could win every game, but still it's not. I mean, yeah, but who did you beat? Right. And so it's like, right. eh, all right, we'll, we'll give you a nod that you're that you're undefeated, but we won't get you into the into the into the postseason party, even though this other team has two losses. Who cares? Yeah, they exactly. lost two losses to SEC teams. You won games against, uh, you know, uh, FCS teams. So you're you're not exactly. you're not there. Uh, so, yeah, Zane Smith. I, yeah, buddy, you're probably going to come out. You're going to run well. We're going to talk about you over the course of the season, but I don't know that we'll put you in the championship yeah. four. Uh, I mean, I yet. think he's really – he's a long shot to even make the playoff. I, I, I would be surprised if he made the playoffs. And, and you're probably getting a super speedway win if that's the case, and he's good there. But, yeah, there's all – I mean, yeah, it, like I said, it's a case, but it's a very not strong case by any means. <laughs> I didn't know that we uh, were going to go through every single driver, but that was fantastic. I'm glad we did. Fun. I liked it. We haven't necessarily talked about a lot of these guys, and and yeah. you know, so it, it some was of them were quick. No, because for obvious reasons, but you know, oh, we said their name. That's right, <laughs> at the very them. least. And you know, hey, maybe Noah Gragson and whoever's in the 16 car, Ty G- or Dylan, we'll uh, talk about them later. <laughs> oh, maybe not <laughs> when they officially. I don't. Again, what are we waiting for? I don't know. Uh, but checks need to clear, I guess. Apparently. Uh, all right. Well, then, that is your championship four uh, recap. I mean, we've, we've gone through everybody. So if you if you missed your favorite driver, go back a little bit and figure it out because we talked about all of them <laughs> that are on the list. Yeah, yeah so. and again, just kind of gives you an idea of, of you know, who we think is going to do well this season, who has the chance. And, again, it's all about the odds, right? And then, yeah, you know, of course, Martin Truex and William Byron might make it, but are they worth betting, especially waiting this long? Not so much. So, uh, all right. Well, then we will uh, come back with with more next week. Obviously, this was the Thanksgiving week, so we kind of took it light. Obviously, this is a, a great time for us to get together on a Saturday where there's really nothing else going on. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, we had some fun talking some championship odds. We'll be back next week. We'll we'll have at least a couple more episodes for you. Yeah. I know you guys miss us. We miss you guys too. Believe me. So that's right. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, yeah, this as we, was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's always fun, I like man. I'm about Ty Gibbs, Tyler Reddick, Chase Briscoe. Those are the ones I'm going to go place right now, in case you were wondering. I have no leans right now. I, 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 Alex Bowman would be the only one that I would really feel. I do like that one, too. So. That's, he's he's an honorable mention. Honorable mention for the final four. But. That's right. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, as we wrap it up, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep. You can follow me on the artist formerly known as Twitter on X, at Husk underscore Z. Find all my work over there. Um, yeah, check out the F1 Gambling Podcast if you're listening to this on Saturday still. They're racing on Sunday morning, so we've got some bets over there to place as well. Their final race of the season. And, uh, yeah, like Rod said, be back next week. We'll definitely have some more. You know, we've got season ended, got the holiday. Now we'll, we'll ramp back up into to having a few shows a week because uh, we miss it. And we miss you guys. And I love my time with Rod. Aw. 
Well, yeah, we took a couple of deep breaths to head back at it, and we'll get back at it next week. Follow me on X at RJV Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on. Still got prop stuff going on over on SBR uh, and uh, all that other good stuff. So follow me there. All right, we'll see you guys next week with some more NASCAR talk. And until then, everyone, let's go racing and let it ride. And the sweetest of it.